Hello and welcome to Nerd Subculture. I'm your host, Jared. And I'm Edwina. And we are still continuing our Once More With Feeling series on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Still doing it. Today we're doing Season 3, Episode 6, Band Candy. This episode first aired November 10th, 1998, written by Jane Epson and directed by Michael Land. Jane Espenson. Jane Espenson. Jane Espenson. Yes. Uh, Yeah, this is a full spoiler podcast. I'm a huge fan, but Jared has never watched the series all the way through and I'm trying to convince him it's worth his time. And it's a lot of time too, I've got to say. A lot of time, a lot of editing. We're pushing through it all. I think we're doing quite well. Uh, now, I just wanted to say one thing. Uh, if you are a fan of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, which I'm guessing you are, considering you're listening to this, uh, if you haven't seen it in some time, maybe you've got a DVD box set or something like that, maybe worth chucking it on or even streaming services. Now, if you only seen it on DVD or back in the day, with a lot of the streaming services, you would have like full HD definition and widescreen, which I don't think the DVD releases had back in the day no. if you watched it on a, on a standard TV. So it would be definitely a good time to watch it. And if you are, watch it with us. Watch it with me. Listen to episodes and uh, see what you think and and uh, join the discussion. Okay. Yeah. And uh, so, Band Candy Eddie. Oh, you know what? This is actually one of my... Absolute favorite. Yeah, don't never skip this one. I would, ne- I'd even watch it twice. Like, and sometimes I randomly, like, this is what I call like a comfort episode. Like, I'll randomly just put this episode on. Yeah. If I'm in a bad mood, which was kind of perfect <laughs> this week, because everything felt like it was going to hell, and mm, yeah, the world's turning to hell. Yeah, like the world is just. <laughs> so uh, watching it again, though, yeah. Uh, I I was just sitting there. Trying to look for stuff that, what well, I like, trying to look for the reasons why I love this episode mm. so much. Um, yeah, uh, I don't know. A few gripes I sort of had with it was that it didn't really seem to make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> Just the little things. <laughs> yeah, it d- did seem like. A lot of chaos to cause just to steal some babies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a lot of effort just to do that, it, and it almost seemed like it didn't wasn't needed. They could just walk in there and grab them anyway. They're vampires; they can just do what they want. True, but they didn't want the people of they wanted Sun, the people of Sunnydale to f- forgive and forget that it had happened or that they had let it happen. Mm, that that, was, like that was a stretch. Sort of, that was sort of the whole plan. Mm. Um, but it seemed more like they just piggybacked off a plan that was happening. So, oh, we'll use this so we can do our plan. Like, they're going to do it anyway. What do you mean by that? Well, there's a trick. Like, he did. He had really nothing to do with the whole chocolate bar thing. Oh, no. He, 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 um, I, I'm guessing that he spoke to, they just needed a distraction. That's all they needed. Right. Okay. That was the whole thing. They needed yeah. some sort of dis- chaotic distraction. So, so the feast could begin. Yep, so bring on, bring in uh, good old Ethan Rain. To distract everyone, yep. yep He's by, good at that. By reverting people to their teenage yeah. selves. All right, well, look, uh, we'll get back into that. Uh, I want to wrap this up and we'll get back to what this episode was about. I have a few things I want to want to bring up, so... Well, yeah, all right. Yeah. Oh, and as I was saying before, yeah, if you uh, the streaming services, you know, Hulu, Stan in Australia, they're the ones that have it. But uh, if you don't have a streaming service, there are other means to what to watch it, and I'm not going to say what, but you know, you get the idea. Arr. 
matey. And getting on with it. Should I? Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, at the beginning of this episode, Principal Snyder hands up boxes of candy to all the students, which they must sell to pay for new marching band uniforms. Buffy sells half of her chocolate bars to her mum and tries to convince her to let her get a driver's license, but Joyce refuses. She then visits Angel, who is practicing Tai Chi. Very nice. Buffy returns home and finds her mother and Giles waiting, angry at her lies. They send her to bed and proceed to munch on the chocolate bars. The next day, Giles fails to show up for study hall where Xander and Willow are playing footsie. Worried, Buffy goes to Giles' home and finds her mum on the couch. Joyce offhandedly gives her the car keys to drive home, to Buffy's astonishment. Giles, now acting like he did as a teen, invites Joyce out for some fun. Buffy and Willow find the bronze packed with adults who are acting like teenagers, including Principal Schneider. They return to Giles' place to find out what's going on. At the warehouse, the vampire Mr. Trick checks up on Ethan Rain and the production of chocolate bars. Trick suddenly accuses one of the workers of eating the candy and kills him as an example to the others. Buffy eventually puts two and two together and realizes that candy is making everyone act like immature teenagers. She sends Willow and Oz to the library and drives to the warehouse. Upon arrival, Buffy finds her mother and Giles kissing in the middle of the street. Inside the warehouse, Buffy catches Ethan. Her threat of violence persuades him to reveal Trick needs to dull Sunnydale adults in order to collect tribute for a demon named Lacronus. Meanwhile, four vampires enter the hospital and remove four newborn babies. Willow phones Buffy from the library and tells her that Lacronus eats babies. Giles remembers that the demon may be found in the sewers. Down in the sewers, the mayor and Mr. Trick wait impatiently while four vampires chant in a ceremony to summon Lucrinus. Buffy, Giles and Joyce crash the party and the mayor quickly flees unnoticed. Buffy fights the vampires while Giles and Joyce take the babies to safety. A huge snake-like demon appears and swallows one of the vampires whole. Giles attacks Trick but is thrown into the path of Lucronus. Buffy pulls down a gas pipe, igniting a fire that kills the demon. Back at his office, the mayor asks why Mr. Trick fled, allowing Buffy to kill Lucronus. Trick replies that he thought he did the mayor a favour by having the Slayer kill the demon, leaving one less demon whom the mayor will owe tribute. The mayor warns Trick against doing him any more such favours. The next day, the adults have returned to the senses. Buffy and Giles meet Joyce, and Buffy exclaims that they are lucky she stopped them before they did anything more that they did. Joyce and Giles look very embarrassed, but Buffy fails to notice the end. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What do you got, Eddie? All right. Yeah, you know, this this episode, you know, it is a fan favourite. Um, and it's that reverting to your younger self trope that they're using. Um, and the theme is about responsibility and without responsibility things turn into chaos yeah um as i said before definitely this is definitely a comfort episode it's also a good episode if you're trying to get someone into buffy to show oh, them an introduction episode yeah like if you show them this first so they know what what you what there is to look forward to mm-hmm. as opposed to <laughs> like teacher's pet yeah all right <laughs> skip that one yeah um, 
Yeah, you know, that. there's so much good stuff in this episode. Um, I don't really I, know where I to feel start. Like, I can't help but feel like this episode revolved around the fact that they wanted Giles and Joyce to hook up and they yeah. had to work a way around it. Well, how could that happen? How could we get these two characters to kiss? And so, you know, they're thinking, okay, well, maybe they're immature or some sort of love potion. Okay, let's do that. Or immature potion, they revert to the teenagers and then work their way back from that to get it to happen. <laughs> I almost felt yeah. like that's what they did with this episode. Yeah. We want these two to hook up for, for some reason. Uh, and how do we do that? Yeah, okay, some sort of love potion, kill one of the kill babies in there, weird snake thing, done. All right. Yeah. But let's have all the adults acting that way. Yeah. But it, it was it was all it was meant to be was a distraction, but I think Ethan Rain took it perhaps a bit too like like he does. Mm-hmm. Took it that little bit too far. Yeah. Where it just drew too much attention to it. Yeah, but and also it it didn't seem that necessary either. A lot of work and effort having all these people packing all these boxes. I mean, couldn't you just have these people just storm the the uh, the hospital and just take the babies. <laughs> well, that would have made more sense. Oh, yeah, there was probably yeah. A, there's probably a lot of easier ways to get babies. <laughs> yeah, um, surprisingly, <laughs> if they were that desperate for it. Yeah, but then you don't have Ripper Giles. No, but yeah, that's what I mean. It's, it seems like we have to work and back juice, from that and point. Juice Newton Joyce. Juice Newton <laughs> Joyce. <laughs> Yeah, so I should probably talk about Jane Espenson. So, because this is the first episode written by her. Mm-hmm. Um, she's kind of a big deal. Is she? <laughs> yeah, so she does go on to be pretty much one of the... Um, what, the showrunner, I No, guess? she doesn't become the showrunner, but she definitely writes, starts writing a lot of episodes. Right. And generally her episodes are quite good episodes. Um, and you know, she's currently, I think she's working on the Nevers. Um, oh, did she have a cameo in this? Yes. As the lunch lady? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, actually I was reading about her. So yeah, she's, uh, been executive producer or con- consultant producer. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. for like Battlestar Galactica and yeah. Caprica. She was also a writer on Caprica and yeah. Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I know who you're talking about now, yeah. Yeah, and Torchwood. Torchwood, yes. Which 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 Torchwood was it? You know which one. Oh, no, not that one. The Miracle Day one. No. The bad one. The bad one, yeah. The bad one. Oh, that was awful, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> the really, really bad. Yeah. Bad. bad. The really bad one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not, not the Children of Earth one, was it, or the... No, it no, was no, it was, no, not no, that no, one. No, no, not that one. <laughs> the not other that one. one. The other one that destroyed the show. Yeah. Um yeah, so she's pretty prolific in the industry and funnily enough, I have heard her on a lot of Buffy podcasts and things. Oh really? Oh, maybe we can get yeah, her on our one. I somehow doubt it. No? Yeah, you could try. <laughs> um, yeah, no, she's she's great. I am a fan of hers, I do have to say. Yeah, she did work on Jessica Jones as well. Jessica Jones! I knew you were going to do that the moment <laughs> I said Jessica Jones. <laughs> yeah. Um, probably one of the things I have to, like, just little notes on why I like this episode. Mm-hmm. And it was yeah. 
there's Naked Angel doing Tai Chi. Yeah. <laughs> that lovely slow-mo ch- ch- Tai Chi. Mo- most of the ladies were on music. set for, for that for that cut, I, I'd imagine. Yeah, that lovely music. Mm. And you even see Buffy kind of gulp. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Like there's this sort of building sexual tension mm-hmm. um, between them. Uh, doesn't Schneider also do Tai Chi? We don't get to see no, him. He does, he does Taekwondo. Oh, Taekwondo. So <laughs> at the Y. <laughs> at the Y. And that, and that comes to like the second reason why I love this episode, and it's Schneider as a teenager was just adorable. Like he's just <laughs> he's just a He wanted just, to be part of the gang too. He's just a nerdy dork that just wants to be friends with Buffy. Yeah. <laughs> um and the gang. And it just it did make me think and wonder like what event or what happened to him to turn him into the bitter, <laughs> twisted troll that we he know, turns into? Responsibilities. <laughs> responsibilities. It comes back to what you said, Eddie. Responsibilities and uh, and being an adult, you know, yeah. sucks all the life out of you and makes you boring. Yeah, but he is just hilarious in this episode. Mm. Like every every line that he says is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> what do you say to Buffy in the car? You drive like a spaz? Yeah, it's like, <laughs> whoa, Summers, you drive like a spaz. <laughs> Sorry if you are a, a, what is it, ableist. <laughs> you can't use the word spaz anymore. Um, So completely inappropriate, but... He also, what's the other one? The the there are some foxy ladies tonight. <laughs> there are some foxy ladies. <laughs> I thought tonight. it was going to get all creepy with Willow and Buffy for yeah, a second as well. I was yeah, expecting I was, it. You know what? I was really glad that within this episode they they didn't take that route. Like though they were teenagers, they weren't hitting on actual teenagers. Yeah. <laughs> they were just acting like teenagers with each other. Yeah, yeah. They didn't. I was. Almost thinking we were standing there with him, was going to say something, say or do something really creepy with yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. No, instead he goes after an older, yeah, <laughs> older girl. Yeah, is, is and this... then he, and he oh, I think the other one was is when he he just walks up to Oz and goes, "You have really cool hair," <laughs> <laughs> and just walks off. He just wants to be friends friends with him. And is it because of that that maybe? Buffy might remind Buffy, and then might remind him of like someone that did something bad to him, or I don't know. Maybe is that why? Yeah. And why does he hate teenagers so much? And at the final scene at the end, where they have to clean the lockers, spray painted <laughs> with kiss kiss rules. What is it? Yeah, kiss rocks. Kiss rocks. Kiss rocks. Yeah. Who would want to kiss rocks? Uh who wrote that? Was it? Is it implied that he wrote <laughs> yeah, that it's there? Implied that he wrote it. Yeah, because I feel like these kids probably went. That, I mean, maybe they're into Kiss, but yeah. Was it? Well, is that confirmed or just implied? Or we don't know. Who I did think that? it's. I think it's just implied. Okay, all right. All right. Sweet. Yeah. Oh yeah, Buffy's driving. Like the. I think it's also the driving scenes. With, so she never. You never see her drive after this. Pretty much. All right. Really. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. So after this, so we know, like we'd heard that she's a bad driver and in this we see <laughs> just how bad a driver she is. And if you've ever been in like a car with someone who was a bad driver, I looked, I was once in a car with someone who's so, so bad and you're pretty much sitting there looking like, looking like Willow, <laughs> holding on to the, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hoping to, oh hell that you don't die. 
Yeah, I I remember a guy from school, uh, trade school, and uh, he was a he was a shocking driver, but in a sense that he was one of those guys who would fly through traffic and yeah. zoom zoom and cut everyone off yeah. without using indicators or anything. And I was like, I'm never getting in a car with a guy like him again. I want people looking at me thinking, oh, you're one of those type of people, you know, <laughs> just zooming and flipping through. Yeah. And yeah, so yeah, no, not a fan of that. Although, as though. When you say bad driver, she was actually a good driver. Like she was doing some nice slides and stuff. Like she was in control. Well, it was the fact that <laughs> the stunt driver doing that. I, I don't know how she was in control because that was a jeep. <laughs> and the, and the accident wasn't her fault. So yeah, but I don't know. Yeah, driving with the handbrake on. Yeah, <laughs> like I love to hear just this this slight squeaking noise. <laughs> um, but yeah, Willow's face is just hilarious during that scene, and then she's just. Like trying not to be rude to Buffy as well. Yeah, trying yeah. to be nice, Willow. Yeah. Um. Well, you all know that I'm like I'm a huge Giles shipper. Like I already think he's pretty hot in the show. Just normal, regular Giles. Yeah. Have him act like teenage Giles, and mm. oh my god, <laughs> he is super hot in this Slipping episode. into the Cockney accent as well, like oh, losing his, yeah, which his is sophisticated actually, northern yeah, accent. Yeah, which is actually his his actual voice. Yeah, is it? <laughs> yes. That's his actual accent. Oh, I yeah. think it's perhaps a little bit, um, a little bit more, a little stronger than normal, but yeah, yeah. like he's sort of added to it, but... Yeah, that's that's his normal speaking yeah. voice. So this is like his Sex Pistols voice <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when he's playing yes. in the Sex Pistols. Yeah, yeah. Which is funny because he's like, "Oh, I really need to start a band." <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, he looks great. Like the um, I think it's you know, and it's just jeans, white t-shirt, boots, mm-hmm. shirt around the waist. Yeah, him and. Um, Nancy, yeah, <laughs> Juice Juice Newton Joyce, um, walk like walking arm in arm down the street, and I'm just like, they look so hot together. Yeah, they they look great together. Yeah, that's why I was thinking this whole episode was was created to get that shot <laughs> of them walking. Like, how do we how do we they, they start with that, then work their way back, which is you know why it didn't make a lot of sense. And I think that that was the the money shot right there. Yeah. That's what they wanted. Yeah, and they succeeded. I say, yeah, yeah, it was, it was worth it. Completely worth it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Hmm. And yeah, she <laughs> like, but the way that they, the way that Joyce was dressed as well, like she's wearing the same outfit, but she's just like added like skirt and boots, and hmm. yeah, it's it's just kind of funny how they've how they did it. Yeah, because <laughs> like, I'd actually she's seen... just wearing her normal clothes just differently. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'd seen lots of pictures of them two together dressed like that, and I didn't know what was sort of going on, going on there. Like whether it was some sort of party or wrap up party or something. I'd seen pictures of them, yeah, you know, him wearing that shirt and her like holding on to him, and I'm like, oh, I wonder what that's all about. So it uh, it makes all sense now. Yeah. 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 Um. Yeah. Giles's Ripper is just so fun. Like he's so funny. Like <laughs> <laughs> it's this. You could, I could watch this again and again, like this episode over and over again, just for just for Giles. Um, uh, Ethan Rain, as I said, any episode with Ethan Rain in it is normally a good episode. Hmm. He's um, a good villain. Yeah, always in control. Um, and you know, and you get Giles, as you said, we get Giles and 
Joyce getting together, which is pretty pretty funny. And yeah, that's that was pretty much all I. That's all you had. Yeah. So do you know how much money they raised? Six hundred. Six hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, I saw that little. Yeah. So I guess that worked out all right. What was what was in the chocolate? Oh, it's just cursed. Oh, just cursed. Some yeah, ma- just magical curse. Yeah, so how do they uh, uncurse no, it? Just, it just wears off. Oh, yeah. Fair enough. All right. Um, talking about Joyce again. Um, she is much like more likable as a teenager than as an adult. Yeah. Because at the She's start, better teenager of this, than her mother. At the start of this episode, she is horrible. <laughs> mm. She needs to lighten up. Yeah. And I, I knew something was going on with the chocolate too. So, uh, well, no, she's eating. Because like, they're just scoffing. Yeah, it she's down. talking and just just scoffing it down. I'm like, oh, okay, that chocolate must be good. I hadn't tweaked on the um, the uh, the what was happening to him. I thought they were yeah. acting a little crate, little strange, but I couldn't really quite put my finger on what was yeah. sort of going on. Um, and is is it a memory wipe curse, or they're um, all? I don't I? think so. I think it's one of those typical. Things that happens in Sunnydale where everyone just forgets about it. Yeah. <laughs> just represses it. Yeah. So that so Joyce and Giles remember. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised they didn't sort of push through with it and start a relationship or something. You know, I think, oh, maybe that wasn't so bad. Oh, do they? You're looking at me funny. Oh, okay. Don't say anything. All right. <laughs> Not saying anything. Um. So, jo- so Giles finally got laid. Can we... Did he? Did he? Did he? Oh, I thought it was heavily implied that it was very heavily implied that, especially yeah. that moment of silence where they kind of looked at each other, and went ah, when when Buffy said, yeah. "Oh, you guys nearly nearly did it," and like, uh, yeah, <laughs> nearly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you you find out more details in later episodes. Okay, Mister French Tickler. <laughs> <laughs> I do like when Joyce pulls the pulls the handcuffs out from behind. <laughs> <laughs> it got kinky as well. Do not, do not tell me. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, like Joyce is just so much more likable as a teenager than as her mum. Like, because there, there was sh- when she was like, oh, yeah, acting immature. That's right. She was saying Buffy was being immature. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Jared. Oh, first I'll ask Jared, had you seen this episode? No. I'm no. sur- I'm somehow very surprised. So you'd yeah. only just seen like the pictures of I'd seen the pictures of like you know them two together and just yeah you know, I wasn't sure what that was about. Yeah. Just thought maybe it was just a cast picture or something, you know. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um and did you have any rabbit holes that you went down? Yeah, so uh did you know there were video games of Buffy? I did know there was a video game, but uh, yeah, I've never played video. it. There are actually, actually a few, surprisingly. I know there's a board game as well. A board game. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. Um, yeah, there's a few games, a uh, couple on uh, Game Boy Color Advanced. It was like, yeah, it's oh, like a platform cool. game. It's awful. There was one on Xbox, on the first e- Xbox, which is a third person game, and then another one released on Xbox One or, or PlayStation 2, the next gen- generation. They're th- both both are third person. They looked Kind of interesting, almost kind of like a Lara Croft looking sort of game. Uh, okay. Not like jumping on platforms, just running around stabbing vampires and whatnot. Um, and yeah, Game Boy SP or Advance or Color. Oh, I've got to get my Game Boys mixed up. Um, yeah, it's probably a hard genre to crack. 
video game industry for Buffy the Vampire because it's probably specifically a female sort of uh, content, you know. So, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying that no guys would play it or no girls would play it on, on PlayStation, but it's probably a very niche market in, in video gaming area, which is, you know, yeah. dominated by boys and men. So uh, they looked kind of crappy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to play them. Uh, now and uh, and f- and finally, um, Pinocchio. What about Pinocchio? Well, it got me thinking about Pinocchio, uh, like the that island they, that the kids go to when they all act like kids and stuff, and they uh, start eating that stuff and turn into donkeys and uh, okay. and all that. And I was just reading about the story of Pinocchio, the original tale, not the Disney version. Yeah. Um, and did you know Pinocchio killed Jiminy Cricket in the original story? Yeah, most of those fairy tales have much yeah, it's, darker yeah. endings most than, of those Disney than what the Disney-fied version Yeah, yeah. Has. Well, the Disney always pinch IP that's you know, in a domain so they don't have to pay any royalties and uh, use old fairy tales. And they're usually a lot more graphic and horrifying than what they uh, they put on the screen. Uh, but however, there is one scene from the Disney movie that I, uh, I re-watched recently that I did find quite horrifying. And even re-watching it, I'm like, oh, that is like really disturbing. Do you know which scene I'm talking about? No. Okay, I'm going to play it to you. I'm going to play it over this. Um, and you can watch it with me, baby. And see what you think. So it's the scene where they go to that fantasy island and he's playing pool with that other guy and they're drinking and smoking. God, you got to love old cartoons sometimes, don't yeah. you? And that... Uh, and they start turning into donkeys, and it's quite horrific the way that his friend transforms into a, a donkey. Um, so, and if you could see that there, Eddie, Come out of me. it's when he turns into a donkey, and uh, oh. he starts sort of panicking. Huh? And this is the scene here, and he's like, you know, holding his hands over his ears. Yes. Yeah, this in this part. You got to help me. Be a pal. Call that beetle. Call anybody. Mama. Yeah, think of that. That's Oh god. It sounds horrible on just listening to this. Yeah, so it was. Uh, it was just. It was just sort of that scene. That I was just rewatching again. Like, yeah, actually, that was pretty horrific. Especially when he's like screaming for his mum. Yeah. You know, and he's, <laughs> and they 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 do the silhouette of him transforming into the donkey because I think that would look, you know, way too, way too horrific. And yeah. it, it's just thinking. It just got me thinking. You know, Disney movies just wouldn't push that envelope now. Like in any of their movies, like that. That's that's pretty. That's pretty horrifying watching that. Yeah, Even yeah. as an adult, you know. Um, yeah, that, that scene, it sort of maybe scarred me a little bit for life, maybe. <laughs> I was right not to... <laughs> one, of those, one of those movies that scarred you for life. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I didn't really think about it until recent until we watched, watched, listened to this, uh, watching this episode. Um, and it just got me thinking of, the, uh, of that juice that the kids were drinking and I'm just putting a bit of the original story of Pinocchio. Um, I don't know if that's kind of related or not. I don't well, know. It is, it is, it is. Well... Coming back to that, like, <laughs> what do you think it would be like meeting your teenage self or if we reverted to our oh, teenage selves? I, I, I always feel like I'd, I'd really hate him. <laughs> 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 he was this idiot. 
Yeah. yeah. I, I get the feeling it'd be cringy, be like, oh, you know. <laughs> and, um, and, and coincidentally enough, I actually ran into someone recently who was a, a friend of mine in high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, funny enough, he was behind me in the car and started tooting the horn frivolously. I'm like, yeah, who the hell is this guy? Uh, and as I drive off, he calls me on the phone. It's like, hey, man, I just saw you driving. And uh, oh, that was you, you know. And he had, had a bit of a chat with some guy, you know, I haven't spoken to in like 20 something years, you know, which is quite nice. And I uh, see how they're doing and all that. Um, yeah. And got me thinking about all those stories and stuff. And he mentioned a few things. And he said, oh, man, I, I remember this trick you used to do, right? And what you do, you, you have your jumper on and you take your arms out of the sleeves of your jumper and you tuck them into your, into your pockets. So it looked like your hands are in your pockets, all right? And then what you do, you'd walk around with your fly over and stick your finger through, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> through the fly and walk up to people and it looked like your, you know, your penis was hanging out. <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh my yeah. god, I think I would have hated you as a teenager. <laughs> oh, I'm like, oh yeah, that's probably me. <laughs> Yeah, I would probably go up and slap me in the face. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't want to meet him. Good thing time machines haven't been invented yet. (laughs) Yeah. It was like, you have absolutely nothing (laughs) to be mopey about. (laughs) Why are you so mopey? (laughs) Nothing. 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 Absolutely nothing. Yeah, all right. Um, all right. So, Eddie, you want to roll to the questions? I think yes. we can uh, get that going. Answer the question. Okay, Jared. Yes, Eddie? Which character was your favourite? Well, if I say anything other than Rupert or, or Ripper Giles, you'd think I'd be lying then, wouldn't you? Yeah, but even then, I, I have and I have issues between Giles and Snyder. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Now nah, rip it for me. <laughs> yeah, I've got both um, Ripper and Snyder because mm-hmm. they just make this episode yeah really good. But it's but it, you need the both of them. Um, which character do you love to hate? I was going to say Ethan. Yeah, I've got Ethan. Ethan, yeah. Uh, next question. So is that character that you... Oh, I hate that guy. I hate him. <laughs> yep. uh, what was the most memorable fight scene? I thought Giles beating up the cop. <laughs> Copper got a gun. Copper got a gun. Copper got a gun. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Copper got a gun. Yeah. I love that. Um, Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, I like um, Buffy punching... Um, like she punches Ethan and Giles does this little, that little, like little hop, like little. Little punch in the air. Yeah, little punch hop in the air. <laughs> going, yes. <laughs> when, she, when she punches him. Yep. I like that. Um, LOL moment. Well, yeah, that was, that was sort of Giles telling, telling Buffy to punch him. Yeah. Go punch him. <laughs> <laughs> um, mine had to be when. Giles, um, Buffy sees Giles and Joyce kissing for the first time near the <laughs> chocolate factory. <laughs> and she's trying to break them up, and he's just like, "Go away, I'm busy." <laughs> it's a like, real passionate kiss yeah, they're having too. And like fully, but he's still kissing her, going, "Go away, we're busy." <laughs> 
Um, and also the whole, um, oh, definitely Snyder's, whoa, Summers, you drive like a spaz. <laughs> uh, favourite scene? I think any scene with Giles and Joyce was pretty hilarious. It was my favourite. I can't think of any. Probably them kissing on the car. <laughs> Or having sex on the car? <laughs> did, they, did they have sex on the on the one of the police car? <laughs> Twice. <laughs> it comes up later. Oh no. Um. Yeah. Actually, I just like when Joyce and Giles are just in there in the apartment, mm-hmm. and they're just listening to records. Yeah. <laughs> and drinking and smoking, and um, Joyce is sort of being, you know, the coy kind of teenage girl trying to get his attention. Mm. Without being like too cool, you know, trying to be cool but not too cool, um, and just trying to get his attention, but he's too distracted by the music. Oh, no. <laughs> he's like, just like, and he sort of sits up, going, "Oh, I love this bit." <laughs> I just, yeah, it's definitely my favourite scene. Um, or when the oh. all the adults in the in the bronze. <laughs> like when Buffy and Willow are walking in going, what the hell is going on? <laughs> um, the lead singer of the, um, of the band was loving it. Like, hey, man, they love us. <laughs> yes. Um, let's go for the least favourite scene. Oh, the it? snaky snake. What? The snake. The snake? <laughs> snake? Yeah, at the end. Oh, uh, yeah. The yeah. demon. Demon snake, yeah. Yeah. Um, I was going to go with Willow and Xander doing footsies. Playing yeah. footsies under Oh, yeah, yeah. <coughs> yeah, I'll, the... I'll change it to that one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm changing it. Not the snack? Oh, we'll come back to the snack. Okay. Um, Favourite quote? Uh, mine was uh, from Oz. Uh, and reflecting on what we're talking about before, they're teenagers. It's a sombering mirror to look at too, huh? Sorry. <laughs> it's a sombering mirror to look into, huh? Yes, exactly. Mm. Even though none of them are teenagers. <laughs> yes. Um, Buffy's little line of soup's on, but no one's grabbing a spoon. When did she say that? Uh, it's when she's like, where are the vampires? Like, why aren't they? That That's what. Oh, she, yeah, yeah. You know, everyone, yeah. no, one's, no street, one's, yeah. everyone's out. Every, no one's protecting their houses. No one's home. They're all out and about. But there's no vampires, you know. Mm-hmm. Soup's on, but no one's grabbing a spoon. Or maybe just Snyder's, whoa, there's some foxy ladies here tonight. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think it's because it's so out of out of character. It's, I think the whole premise of this episode was to get the all, all the conservative all, you know, characters out of their shells and make them all goofy. Yeah. Yeah. Again, coming back to that, you know, working from that premise. Let's do this and how do we get there? Yeah. Um best best Cordelia freakout moment. Uh which is talking about mum started borrowing my clothes. There should be a l- age limit on lycra pants and dad. He just locked himself in the bathrooms and old copies of Esquire. <laughs> yeah, I like the <laughs> Yeah, where she's like in the in when they're in study hall and she's like, I can't believe this. Where is Giles already? I'm bored and he's not here to give me credit for it. But you did. <laughs> yeah. Um, and 
Who gets the wooden spoon? Snack. <laughs> I was going to go with Mr. Trick. Mr. Trick. Well, actually, no. He kind of did uh, the mayor a favour, like one less. <laughs> yeah. Don't do me any favours. Yeah. Um, no, as you said before, like the the premise of like it was too much chaos. It brought too much attention to what they were doing. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you want a distraction, maybe just focus solely on the hospital. Yeah, I mean, it's, I don't know, set fire to something. I don't know, like what? Yeah, <laughs> a distract. It's it's so vague. Like, oh, we want a distraction. Yeah, but don't but, do the whole town that doesn't disable your slayer, that causes you the most amount of issues. Hmm. So Buffy's not not disabled by this curse at all. Yeah, she's not. Well, <laughs> well, she she's sort just, of was because she's running around trying to work out. But it kind of it led her to it in the end. Yeah. So, but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Didn't did it didn't work? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's, and, and it's funny, like what the cause actually sort of helped them in a in some sort of way too. Like it kind of worked out for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> in the end, actually, yeah. Apart from poor Snick. Yeah. Uh, stuff the Snick. The Snick. Um, and who gets the MVP? Well, I think Giles gets MVP for me. I don't know. Um, well, he does. He does remember the Cronus. Like he remembers the jogs his memory the last minute. And uh, any any oh I know this. And he picked up that night in school. (laughs) (laughs) Got a gun as well. Took out Ethan. Uh, Tried to take on Mister Trick. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, look, I was going to give it to Buffy, but you've made a good, made some good points about Giles. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Hmm. I think Giles, Giles for the MVP. Um, and what do you rate the episode out of 10? I'm going to give it seven, seven uh, cigarettes tucked in a T-shirt. <laughs> Oh, yes, I love that. I yeah. love it. I love it. Um, yeah, I was just going to go with 10. I have to give this a 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10? Wow. Yeah, for cursed. Cursed. 10 out of 10. Cursed. That's our first 10? Yeah. That's our first 10? Yep. 10 out of 10 cursed chocolate bars. Mm. Yeah. Oh, nice. Like, even with the stupid premise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's still fine. We still 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 That's a good ride. That's not even you know? the point. It's it's kind of like rushed at the end. Like, oh, the snake's dead. Let's move on. But we, yeah, we had a good ride there. So you know, yeah, yeah. not the point. Not it's, the point. it's actually the lead up to that yeah. whole. Thing. It's the journey, not the it's destination. The journey, not the destination. And yeah, I love all the characters as teenagers. Like, it's just it's comedy gold. Yeah. Stop someone's that. T- someone's tail whipping you. <laughs> Should I say the cat has just come and made itself comfortable on my chest? Well, you just did. Yes. <laughs> um, and now she's whipping her tail around. Yeah, I think she wants to. I think that's the wrap it up. <laughs> wrap it up. Cute. Wrap it up. Mama. Well, was there uh, anything uh, else you wanted to add? Um, yeah, overall a good episode. Yeah. I was like, if you hate this episode, there's just no point in us going on with this series. <laughs> no, I didn't hate this episode. It was enjoyable. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but uh, I think that's the time, Eddie. Yeah, all right. Let's Let's do it. Well, 
I hope you've enjoyed listening to us tonight and uh, make sure you watch these episodes and watch it with us. It'll be really cool. Good journey. My name is Jared. I'm Edwina. And you can find us on... TikTok, Twitter, Instagram. There is a Facebook group and you can email us at nerdsubculture at gmail.com. And as always, be sure to like, share, subscribe. We'll catch you next time. Take care. See ya. Grr, Fuck some foxy ladies here tonight. <laughs> <laughs>